Welcome to the Divorce Collective Podcast. I'm your host, Carolee Fontanelli, and I am a divorce lawyer and author and have been through divorce myself. I'm here to support you throughout your breakup journey. On this podcast, I will share with you my secrets and legal tips on how you can thrive through your separation in small six-minute increments. Don't do it alone. I have got you. Well, hello, hello, and welcome back to the Divorce Collective podcast. Today, I am your host, Carolee Fontanelli. I know for a few weeks in a row, you have had Danielle Young um, showing you through some of the issues and topics in family law here in Australia. But today I am tuning in because Danielle is one of our senior associates who's very busy this week with the Brisbane Registry call over. That is where all the matters that are listed before the court get called over for mediation and trial directions. Anyway, then we've also had a lockdown sprung upon us this week. So the court is in a frenzy trying to arrange everything over um, online and through teams and all of that kind of thing. So we just have to be really flexible at the moment. So anyway, I am jumping back into your ears and bringing you another podcast today. So today I quickly wanted to talk about getting a divorce and what happens if your ex husband or wife does not want to sign the divorce papers. This happens quite often and even the most amicable of divorces can be really emotionally trying and can be difficult to navigate. And sometimes if your your spouse can be uncooperative, even though a lot of time has passed. So you passed your 12-month period of being separated by now and you are ready for a divorce and you fill out all of the application to file with the court to finalize a divorce, and then you realize that your ex does not want to sign it. It can be very, very difficult. There may be many different reasons as to why they don't want to sign it. Maybe they don't agree with your date, or they don't agree yet that they want to get a divorce. Whatever the reason is, it does not matter because you can do a sole application. So there's two ways that you can file for divorce. One is a joint application and one is a sole application. So you don't actually need your ex-spouse to agree on signing your divorce papers. So if you're panicking and you really want to get the divorce and you feel like you're stuck, you are not. The good news is, is that you can do a sole application. So simply what happens here is that One of you will fill out, so the one who wants to get the divorce will fill out the application form for divorce. And instead of ticking joint application, you will tick sole application. Now, the difference here is that if you don't have agreement, then obviously you're the one who's going to have to pay the legal fees for that. So, or the filing fees, I should say. So the filing fees in the federal circuit court at the moment are currently... $940. Or if you have a concession card, they are $310. Now, that is as of July 2021. They do update these um, fees from time to time. So if it's um, in a different year, then please check um, the court filing fees, you can go to the familycourt.gov.au website to find out what those filing fees are. 
So all you then need to do is tick the sole application. You'll obviously have to pay for the filing fee yourself. And then the other thing that you're going to have to do is instead of getting them to the other party to sign the divorce application, you will have to serve it upon them. So what does that mean? So the first step will be that you will actually file your application and once it's filed, you will have a court date that you're given. Now, currently in Brisbane at least, Brisbane registry, but it'll be similar all over Australia, it's a three to four month wait between filing and your appearance in court. So um, you will have to file and then you will have to serve your application on the respondent, so on the other side, at least 28 days prior to the hearing. And service must be by hand. So what that means is that you must have the divorce papers or application served by hand to the other person. And it must be delivered by someone else other than yourself. For example, a friend, a relative, or a process server. So you are unable to hand that document um, yourself. So my advice would be that because they have to receive this document prior to 28 days before your date of hearing, then the earlier that you'd serve the other side, the better. The reason for this is that if you come up against any brick walls, you want to make sure you can resolve those well and truly in time. And a brick wall might be that they are refusing to accept the document or they're difficult to locate or find. If you have any difficulty, the best way really is to get a process server. So a process server is someone who is a professional and what they do is they actually serve documents on people um, as a profession. So they will find them, locate them and be there waiting, ready to hand them documents um, in a way that they can't avoid it. Different process servers charge different fees, but it's minimal. And then it takes the heat off you or any family members or friends um, because no one really wants to get involved in your divorce application. And especially if it's a little bit tricky because they're refusing to be a joint applicant. So when it comes to filing for divorce, you can use a lawyer to help you. A lawyer will help you fill out the application form, do any of the material that's required. So for a sole application, for example, you will also be required to file an affidavit. And further, you will also be required to attend the hearing date. Now, the reason you need to attend the hearing date is because if it's a sole application, then the court doesn't know that the other person has agreed or agrees with the divorce. So the court gives the other party an opportunity to attend and raise any issues. For example, that you haven't yet been separated for 12 months. So it is really important that you do attend the court hearing on that date. Otherwise, something might occur in the court hearing where you are not attending and then you are unaware of what is is happening. Generally speaking, though, they all go fairly smoothly without too much drama at all, but you do need to be there just in case. It's most certainly a little bit trickier 
if you are doing a sole application rather than a joint application, but it's not impossible and we do them all the time because there are many times that we find that people refuse for whatever reason to make a joint application for a divorce. If you are in need of some assistance, we are here or we can point you in the right direction. You can contact us at our office. You can go to collectivefamilylaw.com.au. Thank you for listening to the Divorce Collective Podcast, brought to you by collectivefamilylaw.com.au. If you got value from this week's episode, I would love it if you would hit subscribe and take a minute to leave a review. You can connect with us on Instagram or Facebook just by searching for Collective Family Law. And remember, until next time, you have got this.